0: let's look ahead to Christmas Day in the NBA. There are five games on, they're starting early. It's gonna be Christmas Day, we know it, we love it. A lot of good teams, a lot of good games, a lot of interesting things for us to look at, including a big out in Philadelphia, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh, it's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster as my voice goes. My name is Josh Lloyd and I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. How's that? Nah, shithouse. Anyway, I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore on TikTok at RedRock underscore ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Thank you for making Locked On fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Be a double banger. Watch on YouTube, listen on audio. You're in the everyday club already. Why don't you double bang it as well? Two exclusive memberships. And when you're there, hit subscribe, hit thumbs up, leave your comments on the video. Christmas Day, five games on. We've got some of the injury reports through, not all of them, doing this a little bit early because it's Christmas Day here and it is absolutely pissing with rain, which is not great considering it's the middle of summer, but anyway, that's where we're at. It is pouring down here and uh, I'm talking fantasy basketball, so let's get in and talk fantasy basketball for Christmas Day in the NBA, the beginning of week 10 in fantasy basketball in the NBA. There are five games on, so let's uh, look at what we need to look at. In New York, we know that Mitchell Robinson is out. Jericho Sims is also out. So it's a lot of Isaiah Hartenstein. Maybe some of our mate, Dimitris Skibintsev. Although it won't be able to be Taj Gibson backing him up. Draymond Green remains out for the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to assume that Gabe Vincent is out. We got that report from Sham Sharania saying that the knee is not really great. And he's considering surgery, which are keep him at six to eight weeks. Of course, that means eight to nine weeks. No official update on his status for Christmas Day, but... If he's considering surgery that might put him out eight weeks, I'm going to guess he's not going to play. So let's just rule Gabe Vincent out at least for this week, probably out now, we're guessing, until the trade deadline. Um, And the Lakers report's not out yet, but Anthony Davis is going to be on it as questionable. LeBron James is going to be on it as questionable. And they're going to play. So that's just what's going to happen. Um, but the big one is the big fella. In Philadelphia, Joel Embiid is out. The ankle is bothering him, and he did not even fly down to Miami to play. So that leaves us with an opportunity for Nick Nurse to play a rotation of Mo Bumba and Marcus Morris. Of course, we're all going to be on Paul Reed, But you never know, man. You just never know with this bloke. Um, Nick Batum is also out. So that means that Cali Oubre is going to be starting, and that's what I'm guessing. And the other big fella in Phoenix is also out. Yusuf Nurkic, personal reasons. We hope everything's all right. It's a big game to miss for Christmas Day for a team that is obviously struggling. Um, so we hope everything's going all right, because I would guess that if he's out for personal reasons for two in a row, that they're not, so hopefully everything's all right with Yusuf. We don't have the Dallas update yet, but given what Jason Kidd said yesterday, and again, Kidd's a liar, and he obfuscates all the time, but he was basically like, there were no updates on these players, and cool. So I don't think that Josh Green, Kyrie Irving, Derek Lively, or Muxi Kleber are going to play, but I don't know that. So I'm working under the assumption that those guys are out. I would be... Absolutely stunned if Josh Green and Muxy Kleber play. I would think that Derek Lively has a decent chance, but not great. And I would say Kyrie is more doubtful than questionable, but probably on the doubtful side. But again, all I have to go on is Jason Kidd saying there's no updates on these guys. They could be available, but who knows? So that could change a lot there with Dallas. I don't think Gary Payton's going to be available for the Warriors, but he could be. We're nearing the end of that initial, again, why they reported that as a calf tear when it just feels like it was a minor strain. He's very weird to me. I know a strain is a tear and we need to get that nomenclature out there, but it's not. So why did they, why did they call it a tear? I don't know. He looks like he's coming back soon. Where he fits in the rotation, I honestly have no idea. Gary Payton's solid enough as a defensive player, but is he better than Moses Moody or Pajemski or Clay Thompson? Chris Paul? I don't know where he fits. So that'll be interesting. Andy Wiggins missed the last game with illness. I would think that Wigo is going to play, and that leads to further complications with that rotation. But at this point, he is currently just questionable. In Boston, Porzingis has missed the last couple with an ankle injury. Luke Cornett's been out a week or so. Um, Both of those guys obviously impact the value of Nemeas Cater and Al Horford. I expect that Porzingis is in and Cornett is out, but I don't know. Jimmy Butler in Miami has missed the last two with a calf issue. He is officially questionable. I think that Jim will play, while Hayward Highsmith is questionable, and that just adds to if they both play, that means they are healthy, and we get to see what happens with Lowry, Robinson, um, Harkes, Martin, Love, Highsmith. Because the only guaranteed guys to me are Bam, Butler, and Hero. They're going to get their thirty-five. Everyone else, I have no idea, and maybe we'll see it on Christmas. Giannis is probable. Aaron Gordon is probable. Probable tags are great. They just never really miss if they're probable. Katavis Caldwell-Pope is probable. Joshi Richardson's probable. Bob Covington, Eric Gordon, Josh Kogi. And amazingly, this might matter. Mo Bumba is probable. We're not using Mo Bumba, But if Mo Bumba played 25 minutes, he would be useful. I just think he's too bad to consider him an option to play. And then in Philadelphia, two guys who had been on the injury report and had missed some games, um, or a game, um, De'Anthony Melton and Patrick Beverly are both off the injury report and returning. So you would think that Melton would start and next to Oubre at the 2-3, and then you get the Reed, or probably it's almost definitely going to be Marcus Morris who starts at center and Paul Reed gets more minutes than him. But whenever you start a game, it does give you more upside because if you play well, then the coach rides with you longer. So when you come, when you come off the bench, you're just waiting for the guy, can you can cool down? Can I come in? And that's always why I like, I, don't, I know you can get minutes off the bench, but your minutes upside might be 10% lower if you're on the bench versus starting. And that's the frustrating part about it is because if the starter plays well, it just takes longer for you to get in. And the coach sees what happened earlier and is more likely to stick with that guy. Again, that is why when I have those ideas, I understand that you can still play good minutes off the bench or starters minutes off the bench. It just limits, I believe, your overall upside in that scenario. Okay, what do we need to look at now? Oh that's, oh, that's all the injuries, I think. Yeah, it is. So let's look at our streams of the day. For 10-teamers, we're looking at Isaiah Hartenstein. Really good stream option there. Uh, obviously, with Robinson and Sims out, he's going to be really strong. He needs to be rostered everywhere. The 12-teamer is Grayson Allen with Bradley Beal out. He's getting 30-plus a night. He's not blowing us away, but he's solid enough, and that is exactly what we need. The 14-teamer is Paul Reed. And obviously, there's a risk with him not starting or him getting nursed. But if he plays 25, he's fine. In fact, all three of these names here, Hartenstein, Allen, and reed I would argue they're 10-team streamers for this day. But I can't put them all there. That's how, value, how much value I think there is there. And honestly, the 16-team category league guy, Drew Eubanks, is available in 92% of leagues. He's definitely a 12-team streamer. So there's just a lot of value around. And that doesn't even include the two guys I've got there as the points league streams of the day. Because Yahoo won is Brandon Pajemski. He's definitely a twelve-team league guy, and the ESPN points. There, guy is Dante Exum, who is also definitely a twelve-team league guy. So while I've got all these different categories for stream of streams of the day, every single one of those guys, all six of them, should be on twelve-team rosters. With Reed and Eubanks being short-term injury ones, like for maybe a game, but real value. So there's a lot actually opening up here on Christmas Day for some um, interesting stream performances. Let's look what's on my radar for the five games. The first game we're going to look at is the Bucks and the Knicks. This is the early one. If you're in Australia, this is a 4 a.m. start. If you're in the States, it's a midday start. Noon. I know I had this question yesterday. What do you call uh, 12.30 in the afternoon? Half past noon? Half past midday? Do you call it midday or noon? Or is it split? I don't even know what I call it anymore. Anyway, enough talk on times. Uh, This is a midday start. It's an early, early game. Get your lineup set overnight in Australia, in America, in the Pacific as well. Get them set early. uh, 9 a.m. start Pacific. Get it ready. Uh, Chris Middleton, 33 minutes last game. Is that real? Is that what happens every game? Or is that just a weird one? Chris Middleton, watch it. 33 minutes a night is a top 70 player. For the Knicks, it's Dante DiVincenzo, who is somehow putting up good numbers in limited minutes, even though he's starting. I don't really expect that rate of production to hold, but we've got to pay attention to it. And then for the streams, yeah, it would be Leaky Beasley, but I've got to have a cutoff and he's above it. But he's the great one there. And Bob Portis, of course, if he's available. And I don't know what what the hell is wrong with my typing, man. It's Christmas. I'm tired. Um, Pat Connaughton's the Buckstream. And then I wrote Hosh Hart. It's old double H. Josh Hart is 41% rostered. You cannot trust Josh Hart as a must-roster player. You can't. You cannot. It's just impossible with the minutes that he gets. But on games or days like this, he's always going to be a good ad. Then you move on and drop. And good ad and drop. And good ad and drop. Get other guys into that spot. And you might say, well, Josh, if I'm streaming him in every time that the Knicks play, isn't he just better to hold? And the answer to me there is no, because what you do in that roster spot is instead of holding Josh Hart to play him three games a week or four games a week, you can drop him and you can add someone else in another day, get another back-to-back in, and you can use that roster spot for five games, maybe six games. And if you don't get Josh Hart back, it's okay, because you'll find a lot of other guys with equivalent value, Harrison Barnes, another one of those great options, like you just Hart, Barnes, Hart, Barnes, Hart, Barnes, get five, six games out of that roster spot, That's better than just holding onto one of them. So yeah, shout out to Hosh Hart. The Warriors and the Nuggets is the second game of the day. Clay Thompson's shooting really well over the last three weeks, two weeks. His three-point percentage is way up. His two-pointers are actually the best they've been in this last two-week period versus what it's been the last three years. That is something to watch. So he's not doing anything else. He still takes some ill-advised shots, but they're going in. Is that going to stay at that level or is it going to regress back down? Because when it regresses back down, he's not a 12-team league player. But he is at the moment and we're riding with him. For the Nuggets, I just want to put the headmaster, Jamal Murray, here. Because, I don't know, just, we haven't really paid a huge amount of attention to him. He's having some really good games. And it's about where his assist rate and usage rate sits. Is he going to keep them similar to previous seasons? Or is he going to be able to keep them constantly elevated? And how he runs with Jokic as he gets back to form... From the ankle slash hamstring injury. In terms of streams, Pajemski's there, but the Warriors got a million of them. It's Pajemski, it's Kaminga, it's Jackson Davis. Three absolute elite stream guys who are probably 12-team must rosters. And then for the Nuggets, there's not as many. Reggie Jackson's an interesting stream. You could go Peyton Watson or Christian Brown. Wouldn't feel particularly strongly about any of them, though. The Boston Celtics go to the Lakers. Third game of Christmas Day. I want to watch Jason Tatum because can this man hit some free throws? He is... There is concern about Tatum from a fantasy perspective that people burnt a high... I won't say burnt, but they did take him in a high pick, first round pick, sometimes top five, and he's not a 30 point per game scorer, which I guess was sort of foreseeable given the guys that came in. But what wasn't foreseeable was the... And again, this is again one of those fallacies that gets thrown around and I don't know how to exactly prove this, but it's just through observational stuff is that people go, well, when a team gets better players, that guy might use usage, but it'll be offset by an increase in efficiency. And generally, it's not the case. It's not true, especially for these superstar guys. They take these shots, they're going to get guarded similarly, and they still miss a lot of them. It just, it, I don't know, I don't have that full data on that. But it's just what it feels like, and we're seeing it with Tatum. The free throw obviously got nothing to do with other players. He just can't hit them. I just need his efficiency to get back up, but I don't think his usage is getting back up to what it was in the past. Uh, on the Lakers, well, we're watching D'Angelo Russell. You see an 18-minute-a-night player, because if he plays 18 minutes a night in this one with Gabe Vincent out, we are absolutely getting rid of him. Get that garbage out of here! But we need to see that. Oh, Actually, that's not true, because they have four games this week and a weekend back-to-back, which helps him. For the streamers, Sam Hauser, but that could open up, could turn into Al Horford, obviously, and then maybe a Nemeas Cater, if Porzingis and um, uh, Cornette are out. And then on the Lakers, I do like Prince, but you could throw Reddish, you could throw um, Hachimura into that mix as well, even Vanderbilt. They've got a lot of low upside, interesting enough stream options, especially with the um, change in their lineup. For the Philadelphia 76ers going to Miami to take on the Heat, we want to see what DeAnthony Melton is going to look like coming back from the injury. He, He should be fine but it's always about his shooting numbers and his usage numbers. It's hard to get a full track of it with him beat out, but he should be back and playing pretty solid numbers. And then for Miami, Duncan Robinson's been great. We talked about him on the Wave wire show earlier today, putting up top 100 numbers, even with Tyler Hero back. How do they utilize him though? Is he the one who's going to lose out and Huckers stays at 30 minutes? Is Robinson actually a legitimate 12-team league player? Let's get some info on it. Um, for the Sixers, Paul Reed is the obvious stream, but behind him, it will be uh, Morris, Or Bob Covington, especially with Batum out there, and even a Mo Bumba. And Covington and Bumba are very good fantasy per-minute players, much like Reed, and they could all jump up. Well, for uh, for the Heat, Kyle Lowry is available in a lot of different spots. He could play 20 minutes a night and be yuck, but he is an option for us there. The Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. Again, I am assuming that that quartet of Mavericks players are out. I want to watch Dante Exum because apparently, according to Jason Kidd, he's got a starting spot now when players get healthy. That doesn't mean he starts rest of season, but it just means that when they come back, he will continue to be there. He's shooting the absolute lights out at the moment, and that is going to regress, I promise you. But for now, he needs to be on a roster. And for the Suns, Eric Gordon. Complained about not enough touches. He's been playing poorly also, but his role is there. His minutes there. I do think he's a 12-team league player for now. Let's see what he provides. In terms of streams, well, way the clear one there on Dallas Um, And then it's just a hodgepodge of Dwight Powell's, and or Tim Hardaway obviously needs to be rostered too, Um, Dwight Powell's or um, Jaden Hardy's at times, or um, random AJ Lawson's and Dexter Dennis's who have popped off each in the last two games. I don't know how you can predict that though. And then for the Suns, Grayson Allen looks like a really, really strong um, stream option for us. And that is, uh, they're the games. Oh yeah, they're the games for Christmas Day. Cool. So this is going to be a very short show because, i I've got some other stuff I need to do today. But that is uh, where we're at with that. Um, yeah. So what about the chunks? Monday through Friday this week, how do we, in Friday being a higher volume day, can we get some really strong volume of games in with players? We can. Because Dallas has a very strong schedule here. Now, it would be great to know who's actually playing for the Mavs. But Dante Exum, we expect that he's going to continue to start. So he looks great three games over the next five days, all quality games. Everyone else on this list has two, but the Mavericks obviously have the three, so it would depend. Derek Jones would be on that list if all those guys remain out. Tim Hardaway obviously is there. Jaden Hardy for deeper leagues, sure. Dexter Dennis for your 30-teamers. And then... Other guys with two quality games this week that look pretty strong, and and most of these guys, I would say at least the first three are must-roster 12s. Alex Caruso, Brandon Pajemski, and Grayson Allen. And then you get down to Aaron Neesmith and Eric Gordon. So I'm not that big on Niesmith being an absolute guaranteed must-roster guy, but with a nice little quality game schedule coming up, makes a little bit of sense to have him on your roster in that scenario. In terms of just Christmas Day for 10-teamers, again, we're going to cascade down to all leagues start at the top here and work down. You've got Hartenstein at 58% rostered. You've got Paul Reed, Grayson Allen, Drew Eubanks, Dante Exum and Pajemski, all excellent stream options. In fact, I think they might be all of the names that we had on the stream of the day list just for different categories and they all pop up there on that list. So there you go. The 12-teamers, any of those guys that we just saw, if they're available, grab them. For 12-teamers, then we go to the next group. It's Eric Gordon, Bob Covington, iffy, but he can get two steals, three blocks in 20 minutes. Um, DiVincenzo, Torian Prince, Kyle Lowry, and Jared Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt playing 23 minutes versus 15 minutes turns him at least into a 12-team streamer on a low-volume day like this. And for deeper leagues, you've got Derek Jones Jr. at 20%, Marcus Morris, yep, absolutely worth the stream. Cam Reddish, Rui Hachimura, Slam Sammy Hauser, which could also be Nemea's Cater, depending on who is in or out in Boston. And then Nasir Littleface in Phoenix. You could also throw Chemezi Metu into that mix with the absence of use of Nurkic. And then lastly, we look at points leagues. These are 45% rostered or below. So we got a Pajemski, Dante Exum, Grayson Allen, Paul Reed, Drew Eubanks, and Eric Gordo Gordon. And that is a quick one. We are done. That is a preview for Christmas Day. It's going to be a fun day in the NBA. And it could be a fun day for me here as well if you go and hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up as well, be a double banger. Listen on audio, listen on YouTube, leave comments, discuss in the chat. All that stuff is a great way of helping out the show. So go and do it. Your Christmas present to me. All you guys have a very, very fantastic Christmas. Enjoy it with your families. Enjoy it with whatever you're doing for the day. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.